This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thanks for joining us for another Grassroots Marketing on CannabisRadio.com. And joining me right now on the line is a co-founder and CEO of the video speed dating app FilterOff, featured in publications like the New York Times, BBC, and a number one hit product on Product Hunt. And my guest is a TEDx speaker, passions lie in technology, health, and creating authentic connections. When he's not working, Zach loves to travel the world, listen to podcasts, and work out. And my guest is Zach Schlein, the co-founder and CEO of Filter Off here on Grassroots Marketing. Thanks for being on, Zach. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. So it's nice to go and talk to someone that really does is trying to go and do the best with an area that I personally, I will go and divulge. I am a forever bachelor. I've been single for a long time. I don't compromise much because I don't feel like there's anyone out there when I meet in person to compromise with and to really feel like I can build a commitment to a relationship. And I know there's been other speed dating things out there in person and, you know, to try to get the attendance for those you're doing a, you do virtual speed dating or video speed dating. And, you know, every dating app out there, especially during the pandemic decided to incorporate, let's add video to the mix. Let's create this more person to person contact so that, you know, there's a better chance of a connection. And I just want to get your take on what, now that we have this out there, you're doing one in particular for the cannabis side, for those singles out there, there'll be an event on 420 that will be throughout U.S. and Canada that you can go ahead and sign up for. And if you look in the show description, you'll be able to see all that information about that. So, Zach, talk to me about really just initially, you know, where speed dating has been a physical sense, but now doing it virtually and online and the hopes of making a connection if you're looking to, if you're a single looking to connect. Yeah. So prior to the pandemic, uh, video is not very popular, uh, whatsoever. Uh, we launched in February, 2020. So one month before the pandemic hit the United States. And during that time, the average person you would speak to was not open to hopping on a video chat. Um, but once the pandemic hit, everything changed. This industry uh, took a total 180. Uh, people started chatting on Zoom, speaking to friends and loved ones on FaceTime, and the industry reacted. They noticed that everyone wants a video chat. And that was uh, filter off being a uh, early mover, um, mm-hmm. being a video platform first, uh, got some recognition from BBC, the New York Times, and uh, we're video first. And all the traditional swipe apps now added video. So as like a post match. Um, so after you match with someone, you could then agree to video chat. It's more so an afterthought to the core product. But as you can see, the industry has totally changed. Well, and also the fact that the online dating has changed altogether. I mean, there's now much more significant. I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I've been reading more and more about the level of uh, dating out there and how many people have been actually getting together as a result of dating and just the amount of 
really just the amount of interest there is of how many people that are getting connected together as a result. And that's really what's been changing a lot. Um, actually, it was a story I did for one of my uh, side projects. It's a program I do host called uh, When I'm Not Podcasting. I took a story that it came up uh, talking about our dating apps dead. And they talked about just where, you know, there's still a lot of people that say that, okay, a few research study, they mentioned that one-third of U.S. adults on apps are, you know, on apps because they want to have something from the dude, 26% want to have casual sex. 2020 study by Pew Research found that one-third of women have used dating apps. Um, well, there's a lot of things that go to it, and the engagement continues to go on. And, you know, a lot of responses are out there. But it, it just, you know, in the process that you have of filter off, you curate three dates for someone that comes on. And then they get a chance to chat for three minutes, and there's a chance to match or pass. So talk about just the interest of really creating three to five minute speed dates, seeing what comes of it, and how you're playing to basically people that have that short attention span and taking away the whole idea of, well, let's just see if any comes up. Like we've seen, you know, people that are out there, there's various uh, websites that kind of do the same kind of thing, but this is where you're curating the dates. Yeah, so we have two core features. We have events, so one of which is the 420 event, so you can meet like-minded singles. And on events like those, you get up to 10 video dates. We also have another feature. It's a matchmaking service, so our matchmakers will match you with people based off your preferences, and you get three or four every day. And if you're a match, you agree to then set up a video chat. And if not, the match actually expires. So everything we do is um, pushes you in the direction of video with events really being video first. Um, and like you mentioned, I think the swipe, people are just getting sick of it. Um, they want to connect with other singles. Uh, they want to just meet people and not just like date profiles. Uh, so, and I call these things like intentional daters where they really just want connection nowadays. But does it even matter these days, which is where it plays for you, is that they don't worry about the fact of wanting to get actually meet someone in, in physically in person. Sometimes it's just having kind of just a pen pal or just somebody they just feel familiar with and comfortable with that that's what they really want. But then that could also say, okay, well then if you just found somebody that's really, really just fun to talk to and that's it. But what do you do about, you know, trying to dra grab that engagement? So that you're getting people that might be in the same area as you are within driving distance or might be a cheap plane ticket to go ahead and meet with them and actually go ahead and spend time with them in person. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good point. So with swipe apps, it's very easy to just like be in the toilet and swipe and yeah. it takes very little effort whatsoever. With filter off, it definitely requires more effort because you're actually video dating. So it's really an experience. So it definitely attracts a more serious dater, um, not necessarily looking for marriage, but could be, but right. that common denominator of wanting to connect. So we do attract a different audience than let's say like a Tinder. Yeah. So on one of the other networks I work at full time, uh, they actually, t it was a show called Mobile Presence. They actually talked to uh, someone that runs a dating app and it's for friends with benefits. But the one thing I noticed about everything here is that their price point was pretty high. I mean, you're talking about 
they didn't make, they didn't make it fourteen ninety nine a a month. It was fourteen ninety nine a week for a premium membership, and then upwards to over fifty dollars for a diamond membership. And I think of other sites that are out there, and the price they put on, like right now, seeking arrangement and Brandon Wade, who now is getting married of all people, and they're charging up to one hundred twenty to one hundred fifty dollars a month to be on a site for seeking sugar daddies looking for sugar babies. When you have the price point when it comes to filter off and when you're online, do you feel like there has to be some kind of a balance whether you want to make it affordable for somebody to come on and work, use a speed dating service, and then how much you need it to be so that the women or, or the people on the other side feel like, well, you're not just getting some kind of, you know, somebody that's on here because it's something free or cheap to get on. You actually have to put an investment to make the effort to meet somebody. So thus, if they're willing to pay that paywall, then they can get in and, and participate. Yeah, I think every company has a different approach, how they want to price. Um, with filter off, it is free. Um, if you want more than the four matchmaker dates, you could buy more. For events, filter off hosted events are free. What's nice about filter off, if you host, if you have your own community, let's say a cannabis community, and you want to run a private event just for your members, uh, you can do so on filter off. It's free to run. And you could also, you can make it free or you alternatively could sell tickets to your members and we take a cut of ticket sales. Interesting. Okay. So for a 420 event like the one coming up, it's scheduled here April 13th on Wednesday. Uh, coming up in a few weeks, I want to get an idea. What's the kind of level of participation that you get? How many people could there be potentially at one of these events and why it would be important to go and get a premium membership so that you get as many chances to meet people? Yeah, so events range to so like that uh, 420 event that's totally free. Um, the matchmaking service, you could buy more. It's like a la carte. So you could purchase three, five, or 10 more matchmaker dates every day. Uh, for the 420 event, yeah, so we do it a, a week beforehand. And it's just a way to meet other like-minded people. We have events that are 30 people, and we have events that have hit over 1,000 people. Uh, so really ranges the spectrum. Wow. And after the fact, now, one thing, too, is also um, what can you tell me about what you do in terms of any uh, the importance of safety or verification that you offer when people get on? Obviously, you're getting to see a real life person that's going to be able to communicate back to that other person. And you have two hopefully compatible partners getting together and connecting in real life, which takes away some of that need of so much safety and verification, all those kind of barriers put in place. But talk to me still, there's a need for it. What is it that you do to incorporate that into filter off? Yeah. So we take privacy and safety extremely seriously. Given we're a video first dating app, we do not have as many hurdles to face versus a swipe app. Very easy to upload fake photos um, and just hide behind your profile and potentially scam someone. Um, as witnessed by Tinder Swindler and as witnessed probably by almost every dating app user where they have met people uh, that seem nefarious in nature um, on dating apps. And with FilterOff, we have a number of features in place. So aside from video first, we have a 
uh, face verification. So you could upload a video to, ver to be verified. Uh, we have uh, uh, phone number verification. So you create your account through your phone number. So uh, if you are uh, booted from the system, you can never create another account because it's tied to your phone number. Uh, we have reporting and blocking capabilities. Uh, we have a proprietary system to uh, detect spammers and bots and that we automatically remove. So we have a lot of features uh, in place to keep this platform really safe. Now, I want to ask a question. This is a little bit of a tangent, but why we have gotten to the point where video dating or just where women, there's a particular story that you uh, were quoted on uh, from Culture Hub. And they asked about the different approach to avoid awkwardness. And you mentioned, quote, I just started asking women if they could FaceTime. And most actually said no. Probably 30% actually said yes. I wanted to FaceTime before time so that we were, couldn't just see if we vibe. And if they weren't into me, save them their time. But as I mentioned off the top, I'm a for, I don't think I mentioned on the show yet, but I am a forever bachelor. And I've tried every dating app there is. And I've paid up in essence of quite a bit of all these different dating sites from seeking to, you know, Tinder, Hinge, Bumble, all the majors and going back to the harmony, going back to love at AOL tells you how far back I go. And it was different for me because, you know, there's various reasons why people want to get together with somebody, but there was a time where we had blind dating where you just, you did get to meet somebody. Maybe it was off a of Craigslist, Craigslist ad or personal ad. And sometimes you had a little bit of that where you don't have that exterior thing to go ahead and value to evaluate somebody right off the bat. But you actually got to know somebody's personal, personally who they were, hear their voice and hear just the tone of their voice and, and what you talked about in a conversation so that it would make it easy. Then eventually you meet. And then of course it could be something that could be the blind date or that experience, you might see pictures, and it might not be the same as you want, but then you feel like you need to get to this real-time part and cut through all that. And every woman I feel like now feels like they need to get to this point. Is that the same way you see it? Yeah, I think how I see it is if you can get the ability to hop on a video chat as quickly as possible and see if you guys, if you two have chemistry or and vibe and that's that's really important i mean why would you want to meet them at a bar where it's like a minimum of an hour or to grab coffee or a restaurant where you have to spend money and uh spend significant amount of time and get ready when you may instantly realize you're not a fit so video allows provides you like first of all really safe experience comfort of your own home and also see if like you're a fit because no one wants to waste their time waste money and or other people's time um and the issue with swipe apps it's it's quite the opposite where you can be messaging back and forth for weeks on end and thinking they're an amazing person and then and even if you jump on a phone call you may think their voice is really attractive and but when you finally meet them in person or meet them on a video chat, you may realize, hey, this was not a fit. And I just literally was spending the last three weeks messaging back and forth. So it's all in, in my eyes. It's about safety, efficiency, authenticity. Now, in your Instagram post, I know this is a young lady that's on here and I forget her name, but I always see her pop up on my TikTok, always giving information. Um, Billy Ray. 
Yes, and she always drinking Corona. <laughs> That's always remember. <laughs> uh, one thing I gotta ask is too is that I think if if I wanted to go and find a woman I'm going to talk to, that there's the awkwardness of meeting in person, and then always people talk about oh the pickup approach and the way you kind of approach and talk to somebody. But it's like there's a preparedness by a woman that is made up as she wants to be behind a camera so she doesn't have to put you know a lot of work into the clothes but it's more into the face more into her hair more into what, how she's put together same thing for the guy so there's not a whole lot of maintenance to it and there's the mindset the preparedness of being on video so why is it that's you know that this whole idea of the three minute preparedness just to be good and on camera and ready to go for those three minutes as opposed to just dating in real life or meeting in real life yeah. So again, I think the beauty of filter off is in one event, you may go on like 10 speed dates. And again, it's not speeding in person versus speeding virtually are quite, quite different. I think uh, speeding in person at times could be somewhat awkward. Um, you don't know uh, how, like you're looking around, you see how other people are dressed, people are looking at you. It's nice to be in the comfort of your own home. And it's also nice to go on 10 potential video speed dates. And out of those 10, maybe out of those 10, you liked three of them. And out of those three, you had two matches. And like, that's awesome. To go on 10 actual dates at like a bar that requires yeah. 20 hours. Um, so I think it just in terms of time, in terms of money and and again, it's almost like the first date before the first date. If you are good, if you get a good vibe, a good feel after the three minutes, you could then message them a little bit on filter off and then jump on a video chat again. That's quite long, as long as you like. And then when you have that feeling of trust and connection, meet them. So I encourage you to meet if that's what you want to do. And I'm just talking for your listeners. Uh, if they want to meet, just meet. But video is just like a nice way to cut the crap of the swiping and the messaging back and yeah. forth. One more question with you. I'm here again with Zach Schlein uh, with Filter Off. And I got to ask, the one thing I also feel like, and you hear this when you watch on TikTok, you hear people that are talking about dating and giving advice. So many people out there to do that. And the fact that there's this whole idea that, you know, there's the modern woman or the modern man. And there, there's this whole idea of where how men are supposed to act and how they're, you know, what their position is supposed to be when it comes to meeting women. And it's, it also incorporates if, you know, if it's, if you're, if you're different when it comes to, uh, you know, sexual preference or gender or whatever, I mean, it still comes down to there's a dominant and a submissive or, you know, somebody that's more masculine or feminine. The idea is that the person that's more masculine is meant to act more like the man that has to provide and support and need somebody to show them a good time. So once after you're off a filter off and you meet up, can you tell me at all about any of the experiences you've had about, you know, what are expectations that partners should have from each other when it comes to once they get off the app and they decide to meet in real life? Yeah, in terms of when you say expectations, in terms of like oh, what they could do, to a nice place, show me a good time, and you know, invest in me. Yeah, I think it's it's a choice. Yeah, right. Sure. I mean, I think when I'm when I'm single, it's uh, the goal is just create a connection and have fun. Um, I typically would just grab like one drink each. I didn't really want to invest in like a full dinner 
um, because it, it's less about the money. It's more about, I don't want to get stuck with some I may not vibe with. A drink, you could always leave after 40 minutes, an hour, if it's not a good fit. A dinner is an investment. I think dinner is more of a second date. Everyone has personal preference. So I would say like, try different things that I've done dinners for the first day. And I, 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 I saw what I liked and what I didn't like. And I kind of shaped my own way of dating in person. Right. Um, and I think that's important for every person. Every person has a different preference. Some people don't drink. So grab coffee, take a, do a fun activity. Maybe go, if you like mini golfing, go mini golfing. If you like right. uh, going rock climbing, go rock. Climbing. <laughs> like I love doing things like first date, just something chill, just see if we vibe. But second date, like do a fun activity. Yeah. So what is it that you enjoy and do that with them, whatever that activity is. So outside of Cannabis Radio, I host a companion series of my own independent called One Amount Podcasting. I talk about dating constantly. And the other thing, I just recently finished a book talking about the fact of how there are some women, not all, but there's also those that they feel like, well, you know, there has to be value to what I'm doing. Like there has to be, if I'm putting myself together and I expect to be wine and dined, maybe I don't want to have just a drink because there's kind of a value and this is, and I'm not asking a particular question to kind of put you on the spot. I'm just making the point that there's that going on in terms of dating. And, you know, when you're on an app like filter off to keep in mind that, do you feel like it's important that you should find out once you get to the point where you feel like there's some kind of a vibe and then you say, Hey, let's go ahead and do something together. You know, is there how much importance there is to keep in mind? Okay, is this person going to like what I'm going to do? And do I need to? Am I going to? Am, am I going to offend them by talking about doing something like you just a drink or casual when they expect something more because of the maintenance they have for themselves and the expectations they've had from previous dating relationships? I guess yeah, I think this goes into so, after the after they start talking. I guess. Yeah, uh, it's a good question. I think right, like if they get offended or whether it's a guy, a male or a female and they get offended of a date idea that you have, or, um, or they don't want to do drinks and like, no, take me out to dinner, regardless of gender. It's like, yes. Um, and you don't want that. Like it's probably a, already a red flag that they're not the right fit. Like right. for me, it's like, are they easygoing? Are we on the same page that we want to see if we connect to one another Let's just do fun, something light, something easy. Again, for me, the first date typically is not dinner. I've done dinner the first date, but yeah. So just see how they react. Because the last thing you want is someone already reacting negatively before you even have met them. Um, that doesn't bode well for your future with them. It's the criticisms that come. Like, say, well, what restaurant are you going to take me to? Where are we going to go after that? You know, it's like there's all these different questions. And for me, as a as a single guy, cisgender, heterosexual. I'm just saying to myself, you know, it's been hard to stay in the dating scene at all because I've kind of just, you know, I, I need something to just tell me, okay, that the possibilities are there. And I think with an app like Filter Off, that gives me that possibility. It's like, okay, we're going to try to cut through the red tape. You don't have to go out approaching, approaching at a bar or going to a coffee shop or whatever these things they all tell you. The whole pickup artist. No, no. We're going to cut through all that red tape. You're going to sit down. We're going to find you somebody compatible. And you get three minutes to just basically say, let's see if you don't screw it up. Let's see if you can make a connection here. You get your best, your best foot forward, and then maybe you meet somebody nice. 
For sure. Um, and what's also valuable, we have lots of community-based events. So if you're into cannabis or gaming or religion or whatever it is, you could find an event for that community. So like you meet these people that are like-minded to you. Yeah. Uh, so if it's gaming and you like, and you want to do gaming for one of your dates, go like a barcade, like they're probably going to be into it. Um, so that's to be a filter off. We just want to b- allow you easily to meet like-minded singles and just like actually connect. You, you know, you get together and say, oh, well, for cannabis, let's go to one of those new cannabis lodges that just opened up. Or, you know, let's go shop around the dispensary together. We'll go and try something out. And, you know, we'll go out and sure. have, uh, have some food, whatever. Grab a vape. See what happens. You know, maybe put together some dinner, make some edibles. Who knows what the possibilities can be. So, again, Zach, uh, so Zach I really appreciate you being on with us. Uh, the website, for those who want to go and check out, is Get filter off.com one word get filter off.com and also you are available if you're going to go and find you there's a great instagram page a lot of posting over there and that's at filter off dating filter off dating and there's that too so really quickly april 13th that is the 420 event for singles us and canada Four four twenty, so you get yourself a week's head start before you hopefully get together for some four twenty event, and you get to meet up with each other, and hopefully the sparks will fly and something will happen. Exactly. So, thanks for making time to join us. Uh, any last words you want to mention for people and about any other events that are also coming up? Yeah, I mean, we run events for basically every holiday, um, and again, if you have a community and want to meet other like minded singles or host it and want to potentially even bring in money for your community, uh, you can host an event free on the Filter Off app, which is available on Android, iOS, as well as the web. Zach Schlein, again, from Filter Off, thanks for being with us. Thanks so much. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.